Welcome to We'll See You in Hell, the podcast brought to you by the Fangoria Podcast Network. If you want some information about our show or the other shows on the network, you can visit Fangoria.com. But for now, just focus on us because we're back. Patty Walsh, we're back. Back, baby. (laughs) Wanted to kick this off. I promised someone on Twitter I I can look her handle up in a bit that I would give her a classic play. Because I would do that when we do our old commentary episodes, when we'd hit play. You know what, Joe? uh, Reading the tweets, there's been a lot of tweets lately. People are, there's so many people who are like, love the show, but I'm missing the old commentary format. And in the old days, all the tweets would be, love the show. I just wish it wasn't tied to a, you can't please people, you know? I am surprised at the amount of requests I've seen for the old commentary format. Yeah. To come back. I don't. Well, if those people, when we were doing it, had said, keep doing it, I love the commentary format, but you never do that. You only complain. Uh, yeah, that is I'm true. Not, I'm not talking to you, listener. I'm talking to people in general, Yelp reviewers, <clears throat> et cetera. The royal you. Or no, we, that's the opposite. Yeah. We want to hear everything you've got to say. I've, I've gotten a lot better at responding to the tweets. Um, and as I was just saying to Joe, right as our heat started rising we were climbing the itunes charts we're getting a lot more tweets we heard about our download count which was getting very high and good um we just stopped doing it for a month because we're (laughs) self-sabotagers uh and that's what we do joe was out of town yeah Uh, it's it i'm sorry we appreciate that you kept us alive and in your hearts i hope you caught up with some of the archives i had to go make the bacon i understand Joe, uh, joe supports us we uh, married in the interim <laughs> and you know i needed a little me time i'm pregnant and uh you know we got three miles to feed around here <laughs> yeah i uh i i regrettably had to go away for a full month uh and i just got back but i will say this to our credit the first thing we did when i got back is the podcast that's true i've been back for like a day and a half we're back in the saddle again, as, and uh, uh, Steven Tyler once said. I met a few fans out there on the road. Uh, some people had some very nice things to say about the podcast. I heard the shout-out on At Midnight last night. Joe did very well on At Midnight with uh, Pete Holmes. I won. I mean, you could say Well, I no, won. the ending was cut off on, on uh, DirecTV, so I didn't see that. <laughs> because, <was> cut uh, <laughs> I, I love that even Cable won't give Joe DeRoso a win. They got to just cut out. At the last second. so It was cut off? When they went to the last commercial break, because I, I recorded it, it was not on there. Oh, God. And instead, wow. I got an extra minute and a half of uh, Trevor Noah interviewing perhaps the most boring man alive. I John Stewart used to get good guests. Sometimes it'd be somebody who wrote a book about, sure, you know, <laughs> you know, something that I should care about but don't. Sure. Something about the history of America or something. Sure. However, Trevor Noah, every time I click in, Last night it was an opera singer. An opera singer? That's who Trevor Noah was interviewing. on the. I, I And I understand it's hard to get guests, but it's not that hard. What you was know? the opera? I figure if what we, opera is he plugging? We could have bigger names in this apartment within about a half hour. You know that's true. I feel like we could have bigger names than Trevor Noah himself. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't given him a fair shake. I, I um, you know, I... I was already thinking this is a lot to commit to watching Jon Stewart two hours a week, um, even though I loved him and I would love to have him now and I'd be watching it. Trevor just doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. Uh, I hear Samantha Bee's great. I haven't checked her out. There's only so so much time in the day. We've crossed paths in comedy. 
Very yeah. nice guy. Trent Funny Mouse. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I, I, I don't. And I've got a few friends on the New Daily Show. I'm not. Uh, I'm not loving the. There's something not. Something's off, or so I can't yeah. tell what it is. Yeah, I'm not. It's not bad. It just doesn't have. It's a, something. Yeah. So, but I. But I got to tell you too. I was, and people call me crazy for this. Frequently, I. Uh, I was a bigger fan of the Kilbourne uh, Daily Show than the Stewart one. Never had cable at that point. I mean, Kilbourne would just come out, and it was just he would just be so mean the whole time. I loved it. Was it a political show then too? It was more like a spoof of a news show okay. um, that celebrated, that was more celebratory than it should have been of the anchors. Okay. and But, you know, they still did the field pieces, but it was more weird stuff where they kind of made people look dumb. Well, he There's seems certainly... like just a tremendous asshole. I mean, I, maybe I'm going off of old school and his performance in that movie, but... Uh, no, he was like that. He that was like seems that on, real to me in that movie. He was like that on the show, and it, it made me laugh really hard. He yeah. was he used to do five this thing called Five Questions, and one time he had... Ca- and a famous one question that he would ask is, describe yourself in three words. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time Kathy Ireland was on, and he said, describe yourself in three words, and she went, um... Uh, um, and he goes, exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. Maybe I'll, 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 I won't check them out because they're not available and Craig Kilborn hasn't been in anything in 20 years. Forever. But, yeah. He would also do this thing where he'd go, it's Friday and all I want to do is dance, dance, dance. And they would they would <laughs> jump around the cameras and he'd get up and start dancing. It was a very enjoyable show. All right. Maybe I'll see if I can find some on YouTube. <clears throat> none of that. I'm none of that. actually do that, folks. But. None of that weight of the world crap was in there. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. None of that news. Uh, but, We're, Pat, it's... Uh, it, what, what are we doing first? Are we doing our, our movie catch-up, or are we getting into the, the task at hand? No, we got to do the movie catch-up. Okay, well, sometimes we oh, do that at I the end. Oh, I almost... I didn't finish telling you. I met many fans on the road. Please. You know I love hearing about many <laughs> fans. All very complimentary of Pat Walsh. Oh. To the point where they were apologizing to me. <laughs> what did they say? They were saying very nice things about you that they I love Pat and I love when he says oh. this. I love when he says that. What what are the things that they love? I, I, don't, I don't get many had, compliments in the day. I need uh, this. I had tuned out at that point in the conversation. <laughs> he said not about me. No. And he switched it into off position. No, they, they were saying very nice things. And I said uh, and I said, P, I said, the fans love Patty Walsh. Yeah. And then the person would inevitably go. But but no, I like you, too. And I go, it's it's. It's okay. Right, it's, right. This is not an ego bruise of any kind. Uh, People love Patty Walsh. Uh, if anybody ever complimented you to me, I would say, you know, I accept that for the two of us, you know, mutually. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but when it does, <laughs> I would share that uh, compliment with you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's um, do the movie rundown. I wrote my movies down. I should have. I've seen so so many because it's been so long that I'm gonna I'm gonna shave half of it and, and put them into the next podcast. Okay. But um, I'm gonna blow my whole load right here. Go ahead, Joe. You start. No, no, no. You start. I feel like this is your segment, and then I just chime in, and then I feel like the bad reviews thing is my segment, and then you chime in. Okay, fair enough. I uh, here here's what I've seen. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go through them. I've also seen some movies that haven't come out yet. Oscar screenings. I hate to brag. Uh, I saw, let me, let's start right away with Bad Santa 2. 
because I have a story to share. I'm sorry you heard this last night, but and you don't want to tell this story on the Silent Night Deadly Night podcast. Don't you think that it fits? All right, you know what, folks? That's that's what we call in radio a tease. Yeah, yeah. I've got a real nice bad yeah. Santa story to share. Salivate for it, you uh, motherfuckers. I like to make them drool for it. I saw uh, Arrival, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. Couldn't be less interested in the film. I mean, the poster is boring, the actors are boring, uh, but everyone was raving about it. And the director, Denis Villeneuve, I believe, he did Prisoners, which I think is one of the best thrillers made since, like, Silence of the Lambs 7. One of the best. Right. I love Prisoners. Have you seen it? Uh, I never saw Prisoners, no. Why don't you come over to the house and watch Prisoners sometime? Okay. We should do that for the show. It counts as horror. Oh, all right. a terrifying movie. All right. Let's, Fantastic. Let's do it. And it was so incredibly well-directed, and I was like, I love this guy. He also did uh, Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal, which is kind of interesting. Right. Um, Sicario, which I thought was really cool as well. Right. This movie looks amazing. It didn't engage me in any way. I was bored by it. Uh, Amy Adams, folks, she's always fine. I loved her in, like, Doubt. She's just kind of a boring actress. And Jeremy Renner is the most boring actor I in love- the world. I love Jeremy Jeremy Renner in the town. Uh, I found sure. him. Well, and uh, uh, you know what's the, the Hurt Locker? But that's it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're, and he was good as Dahmer too. He's a good actor. He's just I I hear what you're saying. He's not meant. To, he, what he is is a character actor who they put in these big boring roles. It's like what they've done with every interesting actor since the dawn of time. Fair and enough. They get addicted to the money. Fair enough. And they just keep doing it. Fair um, enough. Did you see the Squirt Locker? The porno. Uh, I lived it. <laughs> uh, also not great. Yeah. No, arri- I mean, Arrival all hinges on this twist that was kind of interesting, I guess. But it's just it's a it's kind of a slog. It should it would have been an amazing uh, Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. You know, it should have been sure. would have been really cool as one of those things. The movie to me reeked of contact and yep. contact is a movie I despise. I mean, I, f- I find it to be. Just one of the most boring, <laughs> boring two-hour experiences yeah. you could ever have with a movie. I, I, I haven't seen it since, you know, early high school, and I remember thinking it was kind of cool, but I haven't seen it since. I don't yeah, know. It's, that movie stinks. All right. Uh, Doctor Strange. Saw it. I, th- I dug it, and I, I hate Marvel shit. it was a pile of shit. Really? Yes. Well, here we go. Buttonheads <laughs> already. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe for- this is the Doctor Strange episode. That counts for this. <laughs> yeah, it could. It could. All right, this is the Doctor Strange episode. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah, because yeah, we haven't not? announced what we're doing. Why not? All right. Then, folks, I'm going to get to Doctor Strange in a moment. Because we didn't say what we were going to do already. You see how well organized this podcast is? <laughs> yeah, all right, we we'll didn't do Doctor say, Strange. We didn't say what we were going to do already, and we can do that on another show. Let's do another tease. All right. We were going to do Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. That now will be another episode this month. Yeah. So and let's tease the other another episode we'll be doing this. The other episode, and I already said it, Silent yeah, oh Night, yeah. Deadly Night. We'll Silent be also Night, Deadly doing. Night. Because we're doing one a week to make up for the time we were away. Um, so if you want to watch these movies to prepare, go ahead. Jeepers Creepers, which, folks, I dug into the backstory of this thing. I have a, I have a hot take on Jeepers Creepers that's going to flip your wigs. Seriously. And Silent Night, Deadly Night, I, I started digging into the Wikipedia for this shit. It's going to blow your mind. 
Yeah, there's some there's some real goofy stuff out there for some crazy. Right? But, but let's not get too deep into it now. I just stood up. I'm so excited to get into this Doctor Strange because I had no idea this was going to happen. And no. man, did I hate that movie. But go ahead, finish your recap, folks. This is the kind of thrilling moment you can come to expect <laughs> from the return of We'll See You in Hell. <laughs> uh, I saw Nocturnal Animals again. Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, the Tom Ford movie. This thing, folks, they're putting it out for Oscars, apparently. Tom Ford's first movie, A Single Man or whatever. Karen Kilgariff has already corrected me because last time I said A Simple Man or A Simple Plan or A a Serious Man. man, There's a Serious Man, there's a Single Man, there's a Simple Plan, there's a Simple Man. There's Demolition Man. There's Demolition Man. (laughs) And I honestly don't remember what the name of this first Tom Ford movie was, but I liked it. Nocturnal Animals is. Very boring and just kind of baffling and dumb. And it thinks it's saying something and it's not. It does open with five minutes of morbidly obese women dancing completely nude. I had, I urge you to check that out. What is the p- point of that? There's no point to anything in the fucking movie. The movie is basically Amy Adams reading a book. She's sitting in bed reading a book. And then uh, right. the book is... Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's two two different stories, and you see how they connect. But Jesus, folks, it's not great. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Gyllenhaal, if I could jump in with one. Why don't you jump in, Joe? I saw Demolition, which I texted you from the airplane as I was watching it. Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Passed it up. uh, I I wanted to see it in theaters, but I was sick that day. Uh, <laughs> that's a David Spade joke. The uh, I have a good plane joke. Watch demolition on the plane. Four people walked out. <laughs> oh, I always love that. That's one, yeah. a Kevin. Well, I don't know if it's a Kevin James joke, but I heard him say that's it. not a Kevin James. I joke. heard him say it to Ray Romano about welcome to Mooseport, which yeah. I thought was a great line. But uh, anyway, I'm going to tell you right now. That's not a Kevin James joke. Hey, you know that. What can I say? Although his one stand up special is extremely funny and I think he's underrated all around. I've heard nice not, cover. A, not a great man in, in person. Is what you, heard, didn't, you didn't shit on the guy. You just said it wasn't his joke. Now, I, then, I, then I actually doubled down by actually shitting on his character. You did. All right. I don't know why you did that. I don't I'm know why you did Queens any of that. Fan. I'm a King Queens fan. Uh, me too. Uh, that's why I didn't say anything bad about the man. Yeah. The uh, Demolition, uh, I 110% love the film. Jake Gyllenhaal always delivers. Uh, it's a movie spoiler, minor spoiler alert, uh, in the first five minutes. That's not a spoiler. Uh, he and his wife get into a major car accident. She dies. He walks away without a scratch. Yeah. And then it's a good 90 minutes of him trying to figure out why he doesn't give a shit at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like right up my alley. Uh, and of course over that 90 minutes, what starts as like a sort of humorous indifference slowly devolves into him discovering his emotions and, and it gets dark and fucking great movie. Uh, yeah, your you boy texted me in tears. Your boy Chris Cooper's in it. Uh, I mean, the, it's, boy, it's, but... it's 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 in the in in the same way that planes, trains and automobiles. Oh, whoa, whoa, that this whoa. Is, let me just say that. Whoa. In the same way that this statement is true about trains, planes and automobiles, it's true about demolition. If you watch the end of that movie and you don't cry. Oh, I hate when people say that because then I don't. Then I, then I, suddenly I'm Jake Gyllenhaal spending 90 minutes wondering why I didn't cry at the end of a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> Folks, boy, I'm really firing on all cylinders tonight. You're folks. you're you're all revved up. What happened? <laughs> Big day at work today, huh? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> uh, I'll throw another one at you, please. 
I saw in a valley of violence. Heard about it. Tell me about it. I don't Thai, know what that is. Uh, West film. Is, is he not T.I. West? No, that's a rapper you're thinking of. No, I know T.I. It's T.I. West? I thought it was Thai West. Maybe it's Thai. You never see Thai spelled T.I. Well, in any case, uh, I, I think his name should be Thai South because I'd like to see this guy head for the border <laughs> with this crap he's churning out. The, uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, he's a big horror director. People, Some people love him. His movies are a bit polarizing. Uh, I liked House of the Devil quite a bit. Loved House of the Devil. Uh, I thought The Innkeepers was very boring. Uh, I agree, although uneven. I liked aspects of it, and my old pal Pat Healy was great in it. Uh, I, I thought he was very good in it, and I liked him in that movie with David Koechner, too. Oh, that's a fantastic one. Yeah. Cheap Thrills. Check yeah. that out. And I liked the main girl in... I liked everybody in Innkeepers. It was only two people, but I and I thought it was, I just didn't like the movie for some reason. Very awesome final shot that I rewound like five times, but on the whole, it left me a little cold. I agree. In a Valley of Violence comes out swinging. It comes out swinging. Okay. You're like, this is, did Tarantino ghost write this? What's going okay. on here, man? This is like, the, this is what we're looking for. Travolta comes in. How's full that? What's the fucking hair like? Steam. Got a hat on for most of it, That's but a he's smart move. Trivial. He's great in it. Yeah, Ethan Hawke, great. I love Ethan Hawke. And somewhere around the halfway point, I got very high with a buddy of mine in New York uh, on marijuana. Oh boy! And we watched the film, and halfway through, I, I started going, "This is that scene was terrible. What the <laughs> hell just happened?" Yeah. And then I was like, "No, you're high. You're dissecting it too much. This is you, it's not bad. It started great. You this is all in your head." And then about 20 minutes later, my friend turned to me and he was like, "What the fuck happened to this movie? This has been terrible the last 20 minutes." And I was like, "Okay, so it's not in my head, right?" And he's like, "No. What's the gist?" Uh Ethan Hawke uh goes down into a town. He you know, he's a drifter type, but he's a fair man. He's got a. Okay. It's John Wick. He's got a dog. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's got a dog. These guys, this pack of ruffians in the town who work for the sheriff, yeah. who's played by Travolta, his son leads this like pack of like, you know, sort of outlaw guys that are working under the badge of the law but doing shady shit. Uh, his son is played by the goofy cop from In City, uh, uh, from Sinister, one and two. Okay. Which so right there you're like I'm not buying this guy as a scary person no. like you know but anyway uh, and they get into a they get into a disagreement with Ethan Hawke they kill his dog he goes back for revenge it's John Wick that completely is John Wick which is awesome uh, and there's a scene where he's Ethan Hawke is screaming I believe at when he finally confronts the the son of the sheriff I think I believe he's just screaming. Why did you kill my dog? Why did you kill my dog? <laughs> and it's not supposed to be funny, and it's, it just doesn't work, man. Yeah. All it right. doesn't work. It's very, you can see how it's supposed to be this Tarantino-y, spaghetti, spaghetti western kind of take on that sort of thing, but it, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. What can I, but I did, I like Travolta in it. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Go ahead. All right. Um... I saw, uh, I'll go with uh, Fantastic Beasts and How to Fuck Them, as I <laughs> said on uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and whatever, the new Harry Potter. Folks. I'm dying to see it. 
you'll not find a bigger fan of the Harry Potter films than me. That's not true. There's some nerdy little kid who I'm sure likes it more than I do. But I love the Harry Potter movies. I just got the Blu-ray set. Black Friday deal. Saw it on Amazon. Amazon. 35 bucks. I know. I think I probably paid 60 for it. Um, and the movie is awful, folks. Uh, the group I was with liked it quite a bit more than me, but I'm going to say this. Eddie Redmayne it, it does nothing for me. He plays it as, as if he's severely autistic, and I have seen a lot of people take that stance on it. I'm not trying to be controversial here. I think he's playing it as as somebody... He's, he's playing it like I am Sam or something. He's He plays every scene in a very strange, stilted manner that I did not like. Okay. Uh, so right away, you're comparing that to your HP. It, you got nothing. Right. His whole thing is he carries around a sack of awful beasts <laughs> that attack people. <laughs> so, of course, no one wants to be around him, nor do I. Why, why is he carrying this sack around? He's trying to, like, capture them, but then, like, he's like, the only way this beast can be captured is to throw a cockroach at it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're a wizard. Do whatever you want. Right. Like, he's got all these stupid rules. The only person likable in it is an actor I've never liked before, Dan Fogler, who was great in it. And Who's I was like, Dan Fogler? He used to be in every movie, and then he, Josh Gad started getting all of his parts. Oh, I know who you're talking you about. You know, the other Josh Gad. Yeah, Dan Fogler. I like that guy in that movie where uh, it's him and, uh, is it Justin Long? I don't know. It's him and, or no, I think it's the kid from The Girl Next Door. I don't know. They're running around town partying, doing coke all night. It's a great flick. <laughs> really? Never heard of it. Yeah, and it's like the Maybe kid's going to try it. to like have sex with his high school crush for the first, you know, he's finally going to. It's sort of like a can't hardly wait kind of thing, except with coke. Huh. But I, that kid, that kid that finds that a bag of coke and like does all of it in it. And, he's, oh, and he okay. has the time of his life. Yeah, I mean, I guess I do like Fogler. He doesn't go as broad as Gad. Uh, I liked him in... Uh, Balls of Fury, which is kind of an underrated movie. Yeah. With Christopher Walken. I enjoyed Balls of Fury. Um, but Fantastic Beasts, thumb, thumbs down. It ju- it was bad, but then you know how like the third Lord of the Rings movie had like 25 endings? Yeah. And you're just completely checked out and you don't care anymore and you want to slit your throat? Yeah. This movie had 40 endings. Now, how was my main man Colin Farrell? I love Colin Farrell. I really do. And he is so fucking boring. That's the one thing everyone in my group that liked the movie could agree on. Uh-huh. Colin Farrell, it's as though he he was doing like some camera blocking. Like, <laughs> just run it real quick so we make sure we got the cameras. And then that's the take they used every time. You're okay. playing a villain in a kid's movie. <laughs> you can't amp it, it up a little bit? Ham it, baby. Ham it. He was absolutely terrible. The The movie sucks. And, uh, you know, they're going to make eight more of them, so good for them. Uh, I've heard it's a wonderful film, and I, I'm who? excited to see it. From who? Well, I've read some nice reviews. And Are some... you talking about Take Me Home tonight on that Fogler picture? Yes. I saw that in Hawaii, so I, I don't remember it that well. But, yeah, okay, that was a fine movie. Yeah, it was a nice time. Let's get into this. Yeah, I'm going save... to cut it off there. I'm I got three more there. that we can talk about next time. You've got a few more we can talk about I next do. time. I do.
let's get into this Doctor Strange debacle. Doctor Strange. Uh, now, you know, the... again, you're going up against generally positive feedback from everyone in the world. Uh, yeah, and it again, I will say this, uh, and I believe I have said it before, never have I been more convinced that Marvel is paying people for their reviews. Well, I don't like any of them, and I thought this one was great. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible movie folks. For, for many reasons. And I am in the beneficial position of having seen both the cartoon Doctor Strange film okay. and this Doctor Strange film. What was the cartoon Doctor Strange? What? It was a Marvel animated feature. Okay, and I could I was I saw that before I saw the real one or the live action one, and I was able to compare and see everything they did wrong in the live action one. But regardless of that, see, are you coming at this from like a guy who read Doctor Strange? Comics no, never read shit? it once. Okay, never read it once. All right. But I can tell you, that the, even without having seen the cartoon, the cartoon, the knowledge of what happened in the cartoon just amplified why I thought the other stuff sucked. Well, in the me. live action one. Well, you, I, 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 okay. Let's start with the character himself. Well, I guess technically we're supposed to recap Doctor Strange. Go ahead. He, go ahead with that. He, okay. Hey guys, his name is Stephen Strange, <laughs> and he gets uh -huh. powers. Yeah. There's your fucking premise. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> How is nobody joking about that? By the way, that his name's Stephen Strange. Yeah. I think I saw some tweets. Nobody, but I mean, they don't make a joke in the movie. No, that's a good point. Your name's already strange. And they were making jokes in the movie, so that is a little odd. Okay, so speaking of jokes, first complaint. Yet another Marvel protagonist that is written exactly like Tony Stark. Exactly. It's the same character again. They cannot write a male character in their movies unless they write him as Tony Stark. They said they toned down the comedy in this movie. Let me tell you how much they toned down the comedy in this pile of fucking dog shit that they called a film. When he, when he There's a scene where he's in the temple and he's about to embark on his journey uh, in learning magic and it's his first night and a character brings him up to his room and gives him a card with with a with a I would assume an Indian word or something on it and uh Doctor Strange goes is this my mantra for when I meditate and the guy goes no it's the Wi-Fi password okay. we're not savages that sucked that was used in the trailer got a massive laugh from the audience I saw it with I was I did not laugh that's that's a fucking tool you the the part so he's got to go to this temple in India to learn the ways of magic and he walks in off the street. He just walks in off the street uh, and to, to, to meet this person called the Ancient One. Now, let me just... Tilda Swim. Yeah, Tilda Swim. Now, I'm going to get to that, too, because I got a lot to say here. <laughs> now, let me, let me just explain. In the comic books, Stephen Strange is discovered... I thought you just said you hadn't read the comic books. Well, I'm basing this on the movie and what I read on Wikipedia and stuff like that, because I was watching right. the cartoon. I was reading up on it and stuff. Because right. I knew I wanted to see the live action. So, at least in some storylines, as far as I can tell, or and from what I've seen, Stephen is discovered by the Ancient One. He sees something that a human being who's regular shouldn't be able to see, and the Ancient One then says, you have a gift. I want to talk to you. And, of course, he doesn't believe in her because he's a man of science, and yeah. she's saying that magic is possible. Let me tell you... 
how he meets the Ancient One in this Marvel movie. He goes to a basketball court, and Benjamin Bratt walks over and just tells him where to go. So this is how you find the Ancient One? This is how you become a superhero? You just go find (laughs) Benjamin Bratt playing one-on-one? And he goes, yeah, here's the address. Go ahead. So then he goes to the place. And how did I forget how did Benjamin Bratt know him? Oh, yeah, just another just another no great hurt. example of how dog shit the writing is in the movie. Benjamin Bratt, he seeks out Benjamin Bratt because Benjamin Bratt he was a paraplegic. had nerve damage, yeah. was a paraplegic. Yes. And he and he fixed himself and in the, in the beginning of the movie Strange gets into an accident, his hands, he's a surgeon, he has hand ner- nerve damage in his hands, he can't operate anymore, can't be fixed. There's this one case of a man who had nerve damage worse than him and is somehow walking around again. Playing f- a little, shooting some hoops. Yeah, he hunts the guy down. He finds him in New York. Conveniently, he's just in the same city where he lives. Yeah. And uh, it's Benjamin Bratt, and uh, he ta- he approaches Benjamin Bratt, and Benjamin Bratt, um, despite the fact that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has now grown a beard and looks like a homeless person with lice, <laughs> goes... I know who you are. You wouldn't treat me because the case wasn't big enough, mm-hmm. wasn't flashy. And I mean, could this get any lazier? This is this is like paint by numbers Nickelodeon sitcom writing. It's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic. You thought putting him in putting him in a time loop and all that stuff that was like oh, we'll get to all that bullshit. Let's let's go through it step by step. So then see, really, these things boil down to like Joe recapping the plot, but saying it with such disgust that you're like, yeah, I guess that was stupid. No, that's that's bad writing. It's uh, oh, the one guy that can help me. I just also happened to turn away before I saw the light. Oh, what? what oh, how life is so c- circular. This, it's, it, they might as well play that fucking Lion King song behind it. It's absurd. I would, I would not argue with that. It's fucking absurd. So then, so then, Strange, who apparently has no money, they've nailed this, this fucking point home six times now, that yeah. he's literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt because he spent all of these, his You know money. who had a lot of money? Tony Stark. Yeah. But you're saying he's exactly like Tony Stark. Well, he did have a lot of money because he was a famous surgeon, and then he, which, what world is this, by the way, where there's a famous surgeon? <laughs> I, I get, I, I buy a surgeon that's got a lot of money. He's yeah. like a celebrity surgeon. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they come to him with these patients. He's like, pass. <laughs> I don't want it. It's Hard not big pass. enough. Uh, um, anyway, so so they they explicitly over and over tell you. That he has squ- he's not squandered, but he spent all of his money that he had trying to fix his hands didn't work. Now he's exhausted his credit and and he's in hundreds of thousands of debt in, to the banks for these loans. Nobody will lend him another dime. Somehow he can go from New York to India. Somehow, uh, okay, whatever. Somehow he's there. Somehow he's eating. Uh, <laughs> somehow he's deathly weak. Uh, with nothing, yet he's able to walk through blizzards and shit like that. Anyway, he gets... You've never dated a girl who claimed to have no money and then showed up with an all-new wardrobe, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) He gets to to India, backpacks his way to this address. Yeah. Literally a street address. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That you can just get from Benjamin Brad again. I can't can't (laughs) emphasize enough how stupid that is. 
I will he say go- I didn't think much of it at the time, but I mean, yeah, that is a little stupid that he that he he gets there through Benjamin Bratt. But I don't know how it's supposed to be, or how it was in the comics, or how it was in the show. Even if you don't know, it's just bad writing. He wa- he then walks in off the street. He meets the ancient one immediately. True. Immediately, she's just in there. She's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And let me tell you, how fucking disgraceful that they had Tilda Swinton in that role. Okay, it's supposed to be an Asian man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then they said we want to change to a woman. Fine, I don't have a problem with that. Then they made her Tilda Swinton, and and then the director goes, "Oh, we did that so the Asian lady wouldn't come off as a dragon lady and a stereotype." Yeah, I found that pretty baffling. It they was, did that because there there are no there, and this is not cool. But there are no bankable, not that Tilda Swinton's, you know, moving the dial, but there are no bankable female Asian stars. It's the it's, truth, which is sad. It was But insulting. that's why they did it. So then to lie about it is also a little gross. And let me tell you something, people. You go watch this movie. It's a movie about magic and kung fu. You couldn't fucking arrest an Asian guy. In the, like, Indian Asian, sure. But, like, Chinese Asian, well, Japanese Well, the, the fat the guy Wong or whatever his name is. I was think his, his name was Benedict Wong, I believe. That was the one dude. I like that guy. And by the way, when I first saw that, there's a giant poster by Warner Bros. where I work that, that has a list of the cast across the top of the poster. And it's like Benedict Cumberbatch, Tilda Swinton. And in this list of names is Benedict Wong. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are they putting him above the line or whatever? And he didn't even have a huge part. And then I, re- I heard about this controversy. Of the character being Asian. So they were like, well, we better put an Asian up there. <laughs> like, Hollywood is so gross and transparent, and people just don't call certain things out. There were more black guys in Asia than That's there true. were Asian people. That's true. Uh, so, which was just... Well, it was probably filmed in Montreal, let's be there, honest. Yeah, but my point is, is they, it seemed to me that there was almost a policy to not have Asian people in the movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I can't speak to that. I'm just saying that's what it felt like to me. Anyway, he gets to the temple, which is just like a row home, immediately meets the, the mystic ancient one. She immediately, by the way, after he's journeyed on foot, like on this fucking Batman journey thing, he gets there and then she's like, yeah, like, you know, it's magic. That's how this shit works. And he's st- and he's still like, yeah, right, lady. What are you, nuts? And it's like, you just walked from America. Yeah. You're still, really? Yeah. You, 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 you cl- it's just bad writing, once again. So anyway, then she puts her hands on his temple uh, and, and, like, blows his mind, like, makes him, like, you know, body, what's that called? Astral project or whatever. Yeah, well, I'd like to interject there. Because, yeah. I mean, as we've established time and time again on the show, we go to movies, I think, for different reasons sometimes. And uh, especially a movie like that, I'm never analyzing the writing. I'm like, am I bored or not? I've been bored at every Avengers, every Hulk, every everything. It's because most of them aren't that good. They're terrible. And it's just big things exploding and I'm bored out of my mind. Doctor Strange, I like Cumberbatch. I like the characters that it that benedict wong i liked him actually thought he was kind of charming and funny um but at that moment when she touches him and he goes into the astral plane which was basically just like a, a, a mushroom trip kind of thing i was like this is awesome i haven't seen this before i wish i was very stoned and i would like to see this again in 3d 
I'm going to sure. see it again in 3D Stone because that's the ultimate. I thought they created something very cool here in a visual world. And a lot of the visuals in this movie were fresh to me and pretty awesome. I Look, think. I tip my hat to the director who also directed Sinister, and his name is escaping me at the moment. But I got the Rotten Tomatoes page open right here. Uh, but I tip my hat to the director, uh, and I love Sinister. I've talked Scott Derrickson. I, I, I talk positively frequently on and off this podcast about how much I love Sinister. I thought it was... Sinister's of, videotape of the family hanging and yes. uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it's a great movie. thought it might have been the best horror movie that year. Great uh, movie. And I thought he did a tremendous job with the visual effects in this film. Yeah. That is not enough to carry a film. And To uh, me, it definitely can be because that's all these movies are. Well, to me. I, I, they, they can be more, why, but they rarely are. Let's not, so, not, let's not digress when I say this. Okay. But there's a reason why I liked Batman versus Superman was because I didn't think it was just visual effects. I thought there was a brooding and emotional quality there that I don't see in the Marvel movies. It wasn't a joke and a punchline every three seconds like it's a fucking sitcom. Okay, the characters had emotional investment in things. And it, it, I mean, it, I, I, it I wasn't completely bright. disagree with everything yeah. you're going to say about Batman. Sure. Versus okay. As fine. we know. But, that's but anyway, back to Doctor Strange. She she immediately this guy walks in off the street. She immediately puts her hands on his head, yeah. blows his mind, shows him all the possibilities of the universe and whatever. And I then, think pretty clearly a, a drug allegory as well. I think. And then he goes something. To, they're clearly hinting that drugs are at well, play. Yeah. And then he but then he goes then he goes teach me and she goes no. So it's like okay. I get that you want to establish some sort of tension, but you know, and conflict here that he doesn't just get to walk in and get taught. But again, it's shit writing. You don't just show some schmuck the secrets of the universe and then go, "No, I'm not going to teach you." And then, by the way, people, here's how he ends up getting taught. Here's the struggle he goes through. He sits on the stoop of the building for three hours. <laughs> And then they finally let him in, and here's how they let him in. He's leaning against the front door, and there's a buzzer. The fucking sacred temple has a buzzer in case they order pizza. Dude, what a fucking pile of shit that movie is. Jesus Christ. I, it, it really makes me mad. And then and that buzzer joke was the first joke in the movie, and then it was just nonstop. It was just nonstop <laughs> dumb jokes. Why do you hate... I mean, I guess they weren't great jokes, but what what is the the issue with humor because it's in these not movies. a comedy i don't mind but Marvel. it can be whatever it wants to be sure i hate it like deadpool is a comedy deadpool is supposed to be that did you see deadpool yet yes i like deadpool quite oh, a okay. bit because De you hated it prior to seeing it i know that much. i was mad that everybody kept saying that uh batman versus superman sucked and deadpool was great that's true um in your opinion deadpool's pretty good i like deadpool quite a bit yeah but the, here, the, and that's exactly that speaks to my point. You have a character like Deadpool. You have a character like Tony Stark. That's what they're supposed to do. When you have every character doing it in every movie all the time, it gets ruined. Marvel movies are literally at the point that fucking Schwarzenegger movies were at in the eighties, the bad, the tail end, right. when we were like making fun of it, and and you'd make fun of like the terrible one-liners and stuff. It's that bad. Yeah, I mean, like, if Indiana Jones was cracking jokes every 10 seconds, it would take you out, and it makes the funny moments of those movies much funnier. I see your point, but for me, a miserable 
two hour and thirty minute slog through Batman versus Superman, I think that could have been helped greatly by some attempt at lightness or humor because there that's, was nothing else there for me personally. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not saying it's got to be humorless or joyless. I'm not saying that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is, and you know this as a writer, you never, you never sacrifice your characters no. or your story or your mood or your tone for the expense of a joke. Right. You don't do that. Right. And they do that consistently in Marvel movies. And then they put this out and they say, we pulled back on it in this one. And they didn't. It's more offensively there than ever to me. Than but I, ever. Think, I think when they say we pulled back on it, they're saying that for the diehard comic book fans who, who don't like it. But what I heard sitting in a sold-out theater, actually couldn't sit with my friend. He was in the front row. I was in the back row. Was just like huge laughs throughout. Yeah, it's and these not movies a movie. make huge amounts of money. Yeah, people like them, so they're going to keep doing it. Like, of that's course, just they're going to keep is. doing it. It sucks. It sucks. I people thought Doctor like, Strange. There was a time. There was a time when you could have sat in a movie theater, and I don't say this to shit on the guy, but I, I don't think it's any secret that he makes bad movies. There was a time when you could have sat in a movie theater and heard roaring laughter through most Adam Sandler films. Yeah, and they're not good movies. Well, the first few are for sure. Billy Madison is great. Yes. Happy Gilmore is good. And The Wedding Singer is pretty good. After that, it is dog shit. Big Daddy's great. Big Daddy's not great. All four of those are really, really Fine. funny movies. But I'm I, telling I suspect you, The Waterboy doesn't hold up. The well, other four are guess great. Guess what? I'm telling you, there's a time when you could have sat in a theater and watched Little Nicky and heard roaring laughter. There was a time when Waterboy, people... yes, because I was in that theater. Little Nicky, no. There were people that used to go see Rob Schneider films and True. call them hilarious. It does. I don't care if everybody's laughing. No, I know. And, and congrats, Marvel. Everybody's laughing. You have you have spoon fed the masses <laughs> at the expense of your characters being cool or interesting at this point. But I thought Doctor Strange, maybe I'm just going off of visuals, but was a much more cool, interesting, and yes, fun. Which I don't think. I think fun should be a part. Of a movie where Absolutely. it's got superheroes and villains. Absolutely. Uh, more fun than, than any of the Marvels and certainly any of the recent uh, Batman shit. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's, let, me, let me continue with the logic issues. All right. The movie opens with pages being stolen from a sacred book. And you don't know why it's sacred and you don't know why it's bad that these pages are being stolen, but you just assume these are the bad guys and whatever. And there's a big fight for the pages and all this bullshit. Strange, in his training, walks into the library where your other boy, Benedict, the other Benedict is Benedict working. Uh, who, by the way, later they cut to him playing, uh, listening to Beyonce on an iPad yeah. or an iPhone. It's just oh awful. that no that that was that was troublesome. I didn't it's like just that at awful. all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is the guy guarding the secrets of the fucking universe, and he's sitting there with yeah. an, with an iPod shuffle listening to Beyonce. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Anyway, he goes in and he's going. These are the books here, and these are the books there, and he won't give Strange certain books that he wants to get and whatever because you got to learn slowly. Then Strange literally goes, "Hey man, how about these books over here?" And uh, he walks over to these books on a wall, and uh, and uh, that guy goes, what's the guy's name again? Benedict Wong. Wong. But isn't his character's name Wong, too? Maybe. Sounds right. So, Has there ever been an Asian character not named Wong? 
like what like come this on is... people click on wikipedia or, or do something google other names yeah i know it's offensive it is, i know it's offensive uh so so w- wong i'm saying wong because of his real life name yeah he goes uh he goes oh those are the ancient ones secret books they're not for you to touch and cumberbatch just takes one off the wall and starts reading it. These people have the ability to teleport. There's a scene before that where she opens a window in the fucking air in front of them and shoves Benedict Cumberbatch through it, and he's on Mount Everest. Yeah. Instantly. Instantly. Awesome. She can't protect these books better than that? These are the these are the top secret books that nobody he could just pull it down and he's reading it and Wong's like hey man I think you should put that down and he's like no I'm not going to and then big surprise he sneaks back in later and 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 reads it when he's not supposed to and that's also the scene where he takes this medallion off of a mantle nobody says a goddamn word about it he wears it through the entire movie it gives him powers that are so uh, so unorthodox in this in this tradition of magic that at the end uh, i forget the character's name the, the the good guy like his right hand man turns bad at the end because he's so disgusted that benedict cumberbatch would would abuse this this power right and you're like what is the big fucking deal then he brings the, the necklace back and wong goes never good to walk around with an infinity stone and it's like Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the thing people have been blowing planets up for in all the other Marvel movies? He can just take it off a stick and oh, wear wait. it? That was tied into the other ship? The Infinity Stones are the things that fu- that fucking... Uh, uh, who the fuck is the guy that... that, uh, uh, that uh, God damn it, I'm so worked up I can't remember anything. Roger Rabbit. No. Uh, the guy... Medea. Who's the guy from uh, Brolin? Josh Brolin. Okay. Who, Thanos. The Infinity Stones are the things that Thanos... He plays Thanos in, in the second Avengers movie. Josh Brolin? Yeah, that's Josh Brolin as Thanos in the second Avengers movie. Um, that can't be right. It's 100% right. Who is Thanos? He's the guy in the second Avengers movie. I watched this movie That's like on recently. the other planet that's like, I'll go do it myself then. And he's like on that floating throne. I have to look this up. He is Thanos. Well, right. My point is, is every movie has been about the Infinity Stones. The Infinity Stone is what Loki steals in the first Thor movie. I'll be damned. And 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 that allows him. Are, are you ready for this? Allows him to take over Earth in the first Avengers movie. He almost destroys Earth with it. In Guardians of the Galaxy, those. People after uh, after the, the the crew, you know, Star Lord and them, they they like blow up that fucking planet or at least try to to get the Infinity Stone from uh, from Benicio del Toro. It's ridiculous. And which one? In Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I, it's ridiculous. They have set up in every movie. These are the most sacred things. They can never be treated without without extreme care. They can never fall into the wrong hands. And fucking Stephen Strange walks in, and they're and he just wears it, and they're like, "Okay, how many stones are there?" There's like seven or six or something. I, I forget. 
I mean, if I'm expected to remember all this shit movie to movie, they can kiss my ass. I'm not doing any of that. Well, I'm just t- I'm I'm telling you what their own logic is and sure. how they betray it sure. because they can't write a fucking movie script anymore. It's terrible. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't make all that Infinity Stone connection. I mean, really, all I can say is I had fun and I thought the the visuals were fucking amazing. The visuals were great, but I mean, for Christ's sake, you get good visuals in a Radiohead video. I I, I don't need to go pay twenty dollars uh, for a ticket and then another ten on gummy bears and a soda <laughs> to sit there and see good visuals. What? But I mean, what, that's what you're going to the movies for. That's what well, I you know. You're going to the movies for a good movie, and a good movie yeah. can have visuals, but visuals do not make a good movie. I think a lot of people who get as upset as you are about Doctor Strange and its ilk would be better served just rolling up being like, I hope this is cool. That's what i do. But here's what really gets me going. I've lowered my expectations Here's what gets point. me going. Every single person that said this movie was fun and they had a great, and they liked it and whatever, yeah. these are the same people that said that not just, oh, I didn't really like Batman versus Superman, that, they, that it was an abomination, that it was a train wreck of a film. It's not. It's not. If you watch it front to back, especially the director's cut, you're like, Okay, it might not be for you, but anybody with a brain can't look at it and go, this is terrible. You could just be like, well, I didn't like it because I thought it was boring or I didn't like it. But it looked amazing. The story was better executed. It had better dialogue. It was better acted. This was not a good movie. You're I talking about how they had this, their moms had the same name? Is that That's what in the comics. Ugh. That's in the comics. It doesn't make it right. You know, that it does make it right. That's in the comics doesn't ever work on me. A, because I don't read them. And B, because a lot of comics are fucking stupid. Well, and then I think I, I used think, to read Alf comics. I think and I this, didn't watch Alf and go, hey, that's not what Alf does in the I, Alf comics. I think in this discussion, we are proving what what the, what the thing is with Marvel movies and why I don't like them. They're meant for people like you yeah. that want to go in off the street and have a few laughs and go, that looked cool. But those... Uh, even as that, they nine times out of ten, maybe ninety nine out of a hundred times, don't work for me. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that did a that a the comedy was funny. B I, I thought Guardians was good. I liked and cared about all the characters. Generally, I don't give a shit about anybody in these movies. I, I hope they all die essentially when I'm watching them. It's how it's how I feel about a lot of things. I'm I watched Westworld. I said on this show, I watched the pilot. I was like. It's the best thing HBO has done in ages. I was so on board in the pilot. I enjoyed Westworld. And week after week after week, it loses me. And I don't care about anyone on it. I actually hate everyone on it and want them (laughs) to die. So if you want everyone to die, why am I watching week to week? And my girlfriend's still into it, and I'm always like dozing off. And she's like, how are you falling asleep during this? Because I don't care about anyone in it. Generally, that's how I feel on Marvel, including Iron. I love the first Iron Man, but... Seeing him as part of this big group of people in suits doing stupid shit flying around. I don't care ever. Doctor Strange, I thought Cumberbatch was an interesting choice for the role. I liked him. I thought he brought kind of a cool vibe to it. He was an interesting choice for the role, and they squandered him because they got rid of all the darkness. They got rid of all the mystique. They got rid of everything. It's the same fucking thing they did with Ant-Man. In the comic books... How Ant- dark was Ant-Man in its original vision? Ant-Man in the comic books, Hank, I think his name's Hank Pym, right? No uh, idea. I, well, I know. But Ant-Man in the comic books. Adam Ant, I believe. He's an alcoholic. He's, he's brilliant. He's abusive. He's a piece of shit. 
He's a fucking horrible guy. But they can't all be pieces of shit because people don't want to see it. Unfortunately. None of them are pieces of shit. They're all what? Every character might as well be Vince Vaughn. They're all just wisecracking like, hey, the building exploded. Oh, my crotch is on fire with you in that spandex black widow. It's terrible. (laughs) It's fucking terrible. Doctor Strange, I thought was basically they're just doing Doctor House, which is a show I've never seen. But it's that's just called House. House. Do- House MD, I think, is actually the name of the no, show. No, it's just called House. Well, they slap an MD on those posters. Nobody's nobody's saying the MD part. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> look, Literally, not one person has ever look, said the MD part. Doctor House MD. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're they're basing it, I thought, on him as a British. Kind of dick. I guarantee in all these meetings it's at Marvel. It's not based on House, Pat. No, the character's I know. been I, around since the 60s. I'm saying that's what I bet they were basing him on. And whether for better or worse, they were like, Dr. House MD was a huge hit. Let's start. I mean, let you know, let's let's base him off of that. I never give a shit. I mean, Ant-Man, I, I like something. Becker was a darker <laughs> character than Dr. Strange was. Sure. It should have been Ted Danson in the sitcom Becker, and it would have been more riveting and darker and conflicted than Doctor Strange was. But Ant Man, you're you're equating dark with good, and I'm not I, equating and, dark and with good. I all I love the darkest shit in my drama, my, my everything. But when we get into these movies where everyone's already in fucking tights and jumping around or spacesuits or whatever, I don't need it to also be a two and a half hours like they all are. Doctor Strange was right. thankfully shorter. And I don't need them to be just miserable slogs through the mud. It doesn't. I don't need them to be uh, hilarious, although I thought Deadpool saying straight out of the gate, we are an R-rated comedy, was cool and interesting. And it was a more successful superhero comedy than has really ever been done because they all suck. They, uh, Mystery Men I liked, Hancock. Hancock is terrible. I like Hancock. Come on. I like Hancock. I mean, they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stupid thing. That, I don't think horror comedies ever work, really. Like, it's just kind of a stupid thing to try to match up. When they do work, it can be very thrilling. I think a lot of people responded to Deadpool because the jokes were actually funny and the action worked to some extent, even though the third act of Deadpool is ridiculous. Yeah, but but that's supposed to be. I thought the third act of Doctor Strange was into some really cool time-jumping shit, and I liked it. Well, let me ask you this about your precious time-jumping moment that you seem to love so much. I... Because that's the end of the movie. He he does a he puts a, he creates a time loop, which you're never supposed to do, but he has to do it. I liked it. Uh, okay, fine. It's 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 classic. It's it, it is classic textbook one hundred and one script writing horseshit. It's literally tw- the movie Twister. Nobody's ever seen a finger of God. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen in the last fifteen minutes. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's, that's every movie. It's not every movie. It's not every movie. It's most movies. And you know damn well it's not every movie. So you think at the beginning of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they're talking about the Ark, and then at the end they find a, a pelican with with magic no. powers? Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Mask it a little bit, give it a little finesse, and write it the correct way. You know what they don't say at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark? Hey, man, if we ever find that Ark of the Covenant, we better not look inside of it. <laughs> Melt your face off, I heard. Woo! We definitely won't do that. That's how this is written. Did never do a time I loop. I thought it was a, a little smoother than you're making it out to be. Anyway, he does a time loop, and that means that they have to live the same moment over and over for infinity. 
Wong tells him, and I personally, when I, I mean, granted, I'm not a big sci-fi guy. I had not seen that before. I was Wong, like, that's kind of cool. Wong tells him, yes, there's no way to break it. Yes. Tells him that there's no way to break this. If you get stuck in this, you're fucked. Right. And it's eternity in the same moment over and over. So it's like, okay, that sounds pretty horrible. Then when he, then he does it, in theory, to save the world or whatever. Okay, cool. He's doing like the sacrificial thing. Then they show the time loop. It's not the same moment over and over. He says different things every time. They're aware that it's repeating. So if you're living the same moment over and over again, yet you're aware that it's infinitely repeating, you're not living the same moment over and over again. Well, it's now, not the same thing. Well, he made it Groundhog sound like a day. He's living the same day over and over again, but he can do different things within it. I don't think Groundhog Day looked like a bad time. <laughs> didn't carry the weight. Yeah, I mean, that that didn't bug me. I I think it's it is the same moment. And he comes out, but you can say whatever you want within the moment. That didn't bump me. In All any right, way. fine. Then if I'm putting too fine a point on that, the next thing I would say is, and then he just breaks the time loop. Yeah, I forget. Like, How did he break the time loop? I can't even remember. I, love I was did. so disgusted by this point in the film that I read the ending of it on Wikipedia before I saw it. I was so aggravated at what w wow. I wanted to leave the movie. I was I was disgusted with myself. Wow, you really for psyched having yourself paid. up at these things. Uh, anyway, you're big on walking out and ruining endings. And you walk out. You walked out of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt about this. And I think, you know. Doctor Strange was a fucking masterpiece compared to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad tried to do something different, and they fell short of the mark. I don't but know they what tried. they were trying to do different. They tried. They were trying to replicate a hot topic. No, they were trying to create a graphic novel on film. Well, they tried to do that with like Watchmen, which is a kind of a boring failure. No, watch Suicide. We don't have time for Suicide Squad. <laughs> We've already done it. But we let me ask you this, Joe: If you could, if you could get trapped in any moment. And it would be the let's pick our worst and best moments you could be trapped in. Wouldn't that between be between the two of us? Just on your own. This moment right now. <laughs> I'd is like your to best. yell at you. I'd like the full hour to repeat forever, and I get to yell at you about Doctor Strange <laughs> for all eternity. Wouldn't you rather yell me about something I give two shits about? Nope. I just thought Doctor Strange was kind of fun. No. No. All right. And it frustrates me that you think that. It, I, I'm angry at you about it. If I could, my least favorite moment that I would not want to get trapped in is the time on a plane when you're landed, but you're not getting off and you never get off the plane. Why would you want that? That's what I don't want. I oh, said, pick oh. me. That, that to me is the most miserable moment ever. And everybody stands up and cranes their neck all the way to the right. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you fucking standing? There's 80 people ahead of you. Sit down. Right. You stink. Get right. your asshole out of my nose. And it drives me insane. And if that moment was just that and you you never got off the plane, that to me would be my ultimate low of a time loop that I would hate. And then for, you know, my my time loop positive one, I guess it would be coming while stoned. Yeah. All right. <laughs> is, is that all right to say? Yeah. Th th my loop that I picked is both my best and my worst. Uh, yelling at me? Or being stuck with you for all eternity in a loop. I guess that's kind of nice. Yeah, but it wouldn't really be a loop because when the loop started over, we could go, apparently. I don't feel like talking about Doctor Strange anymore. Let's just drink yeah, for we can talk hour. about whatever we want. Yeah, it's eh, all right. so dumb.
I mean, I think I hate I hate to say this because I, I think people are so stupid. I've actually been seeing all these like people tr- shitting on Manchester by the sea, like it's boring, it's slow, and those people are idiots who are just not willing to challenge themselves. I, you know, granted, yeah, you, you have a different opinion than me. Doesn't mean you're an idiot, but like, if you think that movie's boring, I, I can't help you. My advice to you would be to keep your brain sharp and tight for the good movies and for these big, stupid action movies. If you want to go see them, you got to shut your brain off to some degree <laughs> and enjoy them, or take a little puff. And watch the visuals and have a nice time. I don't agree with that. I, 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 I understand that I you don't. I think that's the problem with America, and I think you're <laughs> the reason Trump is president. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let's get to our closing Woo! bit with some reviews. By the way, if you do go back through these archives, I know that I'm on record as saying, look, I hate this. Nobody wants to believe this, but Trump is going to win. And I agreed with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry, folks. Look, prophetic. Who knew the, the podcast was prophetic? Uh, all right, Patty, this is our newer segment that we've been doing, and it's just consists of me reading a very funny bad review, mm-hmm. usually off Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I chose Man Down this week. What's Man Down? It's the new Shia LaBeouf, Gary Oldman movie. What? Has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. What the hell is it? How can it be that bad? How can it have a 0%? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, ready? Here's yeah. this is my favorite of all. There's literally not one tomato in wow. the top critic reviews. Is he now? What is the premise? Uh, let me read it. When U.S. Marine Gabriel Drummer returns home from his tour in Afghanistan, he finds that the place he once called home is no better than the battlefields he fought on overseas. Accompanied by his best Holy friend Devin shit. Roberts, played by Jai Courtney. Uh, a hard-nosed Marine with a natural instinct to Who's shoot Courtney? first. Did he play Spawn? No, that's... No. Michael that's, Jai White. That's Michael Jai White. Jai Courtney is the guy from Terminator Salvation. Nope. That played Kyle Reese. Okay. Uh, Sounds terrible. Well, apparently Jai Courtney in this movie is hard-nosed and has a natural instinct to shoot first and ask questions later. Okay. Uh, so he searches premise. desperately for the whereabouts of his estranged son. And wife, I already don't care. I, I, he, it lost me already. It's a, too much going on. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this review comes from Jessica Kying at the playlist. I, I believe that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, in a couple of years when you're watching TV and something not very good comes on, starring Shia LaBeouf, Gary Oldman, Jai Courtney, <laughs> Clifton Collins, <laughs> and Kate Mara, you'll know it's man down. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Very funny. Very, very funny. I uh, I like those bad reviews. They're very funny. I uh, wanted to do one on Doctor Strange, but even the bad ones weren't funny. They were just kind of like, eh, it's, Marvel's losing its touch. I used to review movies for this AOL website called Cinematical. Great website. RIP. Scott Weinberg, who's a great uh, horror writer now, worked there and a bunch of other people. And I wrote a review of Fool's Gold with Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. Uh-huh. That was so vicious. I was really angling to be fired in retrospect. <laughs> I was just like I hated it so much and I I shat on it. I compared it to like putting barbed wire into your urethra. <laughs> it went on and on. I was just like fuck this movie and it felt great. Like I don't know why more critics don't take a big swing and just really shit on something. Because 
companies like Marvel, I suspect, are buying their reviews. I think Payola has polluted its dirty Look, way into... Marvel didn't buy Doctor Strange. I assume it has like a 90% or something. Well, but Marvel's not contacting your Eberts, A, because they need a Ouija board. We know for a fact... Look, I love, I'm a big Disney fan because they have Star Wars now, and they yeah. have Indiana Jones, so I am supportive of Disney. Sure. But we know for a fact that Disney absolutely put their muscle down at the Arclight here in Hollywood because Tarantino came out about that and said, I wanted to show Hateful Eight on the whatever giant 70-millimeter screen. They, they wouldn't let the Arclight do it because they said they had to keep running Star Wars. But that wasn't about reviews. But my point is, is if we know a company's able to bully a bit, is it that out of, and, and, and in a world and a business where we know payola is a thing that existed and probably still exists, is it that crazy to think? Well, the people who the somebody are at Rolling Stone way up the ladder is going, Pete, don't give the Marvel movie a bad review. I would almost guarantee Peter Drivers is being bought because he's the worst movie reviewer but, but currently it's, it's alive. It's not an unbelievable theory. The people who have done it have been found out. You're Pete Hammonds, who now writes for fucking Deadline after he got exposed for, you know, giving a positive review to every movie that was ever released. Now he writes for a major website. But I don't think your average movie critic is being bribed to say something good or bad about a movie. I don't buy that. I don't buy it. I just don't understand how the average may, maybe movie... Maybe sometimes if like if like there's an interview with Benedict Cumberbatch next to a review of Doctor Strange, then I would be pretty suspect. Then explain this to me. In Entertainment Weekly or something. Then explain this to me and then we'll wrap up. How then do you justify the fact... That every artistic film that comes out, not every, art, I'm, this is hyperbole, but a good deal of the artistic stuff coming out of the independent artistic film world right now, both the people behind the cameras, what the scripts themselves are saying, what the characters in the movies are saying, these, these films shit on specifically these movies. Yeah. Specifically these movies. So how in the fuck has, does every top critic give both Birdman, great example, right, uh, an A plus and the Avengers an A plus. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. There is a definite. Well, they're not giving Avengers an A plus. I think they're viewing it for what it is, which is what I do and what you should try to do is but is not judge them both as as the Avengers needs to be a work of art. I think the Avengers sucks balls, but I think they're saying this is it... a great example of an action movie. But I don't think and this is a great example of an independent movie. But this is what I'm saying. I don't think Marvel is making great examples of action movies anymore. No, and I, I have a hard either. time believing that these critics think that these there is the the, the, Mar the Marvel films have gotten to the point. I'm telling you, they're they're demolition man era Stallone movies. Have you seen Demolition Man recently? It's, uh, no, I've, I haven't seen it in, since I was 10. I'm a Stallone fan. It yeah. is fucking terrible yeah and it got good reviews when it came out it's not really that was like one of his comeback that was the one he did after cliffhanger where people that didn't were like, get great reviews cliffhanger did demolition man did not and i like cliffhanger they're they're, they're these marvel is aside from the fact that the vi if you took away marvel's convincing visual effects they yeah. are starting to slide into canon films territory right now where <laughs> it's like this is all just pop and visual there's no substance yeah. It's it's it feels like it's being written in a factory by people like it doesn't feel genuine at, at all. I at think all. here's how they buy reviews is they and I, I went this when I was a critic too. 
I got to interview, you know, go in and talk to Denzel Washington for 10 minutes. Uh, it's hard to write a bad review of a Denzel Washington movie when you go are charmed by the man for 10 minutes and he's the most likable man in the world. They they might buy him that away a little, but that's not handing somebody money. And they also throw these huge parties and premieres where critics who, and I'm including myself in this, uh, you know, aren't Brad Pitt, they didn't get laid, and, whatever, and they're treated like gods for a day, then they might give it a good review. And you Nobody's think, getting money in this day and age. And you don't and think, any critic okay, who would fine. be swayed by that shit saying, shouldn't be a movie critic anyway. I'm not saying literally bought. I'm just yeah. saying... I, I, it is not. Out That's of how they room. do Oscars and shit too, though. Well, of course. But yeah, I'm, of course. I'm, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying like that. That's why they. You can't sit here and tell me. And that it's well, you can, and but I just don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I believe that it's a coincidence. That uh, Jesse Eisenberg, who a year ago everybody said was the greatest actor on the planet, and he rewrote the book with what he did in the Facebook movie, and my God, this kid is a prodigy and all stuff. I mean, well, no, he, he wasn't even nominated for Best Actor for that. And he, then he, he does, was fine. And then he does uh, Lex Luthor, and he does a good job, and people go, it's just terrible. It's unwatchable. It's like, oh, come on. All, you all of your issues stem from Batman versus Something Superman. doesn't smell funny to you there? Something doesn't smell a little funny to you there? I think you can be good in one thing and shitty in another if the movie sucked. But he I wasn't thought, shitty. I love Michael Shannon. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh, he, can we talk about he him? He forgot for he was in Batman. He fell asleep when he watched it. He, he's an asshole. Can we talk about him for I a minute? I think he's very funny. Go ahead. Can we talk about Michael Shannon? That uh, well, dumb statement him. he made? That he's he, like, hey, if your parents voted for Trump, fuck them. Don't go home for Christmas. Yeah. Silence speaks. Vo Shut the fuck up, Michael Shannon. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what you do. You cut off your Why family can't members. Why can he speak his mind? He's an idiot. I do not think Michael Shannon is an idiot. I think he's an idiot. I think he's an incredible actor, and he has been for decades. I didn't say he was a bad actor, and so I think he's an idiot. I Whenever I read what he said in an interview, I'm like, that's pretty funny. I think he's crazy, arrogant. He fucking said in an interview recently, he goes, he goes, yeah, I was offered, um, I won't say which, but a major role in a Marvel or Star Wars thing. I turned it down. It was for a lot of money. But if I don't feel it, if I don't, shut the fuck up, Michael Shannon. Well, apparently he felt your precious Batman versus Superman, but then he fell asleep in it. Well, he's an asshole. That's another thing I don't think, I don't, I don't believe think in doing. Well. I bet I if Michael Shannon walked in here right now, you'd be like, Mikey. I met him once. And was he, he was, not, was no. he an asshole? Yes. What did he say? I met him on the street, and I go, hey, man. You said, Mr. Shannon, can I get your autograph? It was before he was famous, and I uh -huh. met him, and I go, hey, man, I go, I, I, you're an actor, and I, I, I really like your work. I think you're really great. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man, and, he, and whatever. Like, like as if he was being rushed by people all the time. Fine. That's fine. Then I see him. Seems pretty reasonable. I'll tell you in a second. Well, I'll, let me get to it. All right. Can I get to it? <laughs> let me get to it. <laughs> Two days later, I swear to God, I see him on the uh, the little taxi TV thing in New York. Yep. The talk stoop. I'm familiar. Where he's getting interviewed. And uh, the, the lady goes, what what don't you like? And he goes, don't like it when people come up to me and go, hey, you're that guy. Don't like that. Well, you're that guy, Mike. Okay? Nobody knows your name, Mike. Because you know why nobody knows your name? Because you didn't do the fucking Star Wars movie, dipshit. You want to be famous and and in movies that play in three fucking theaters? Shut up. He's an asshole. Uh, wow. I <laughs> I mean, 
it's it's my favorite thing about you. If you go, if you have an opinion, it's a very passionate opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go on record as saying I enjoy the work of Michael Shannon, and I don't I think anything his... Joe just said about him it bothered me in any way. I even as your examples of what an asshole he was, I was like, seems pretty normal to me. I enjoy his work too. All right. I just don't think he's a cool guy. Take shelter. Check out his performance and take shelter. I th- how many times I got to say it? I think he's a phenomenal actor. Revolutionary I Road. I think he's a dick. Before the Devil Knows You Down. He wasn't that great in Revolutionary Road. And he, stu- and he got he nominated. Was. And he stunk in fucking Man of Steel. He was a terrible General Zod. He fucking oh, that's stunk. the one he was in? Was he not in Batman vs. Superman too? His dead body is in it. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, I fell asleep in the one I wasn't in. Oh, Man of Steel was... <laughs> I, get, I mean, Man of Steel was just... Come on. These are all bad movies. I like Man of Steel. All right. But, but you don't like, you why, know. Why, why, we need to just wrap this up. Why? Don't get into your ba- your Batman hole again. How long have we been going here? If we go another 18 minutes, we got a two-parter. I say we just do another <laughs> 18 and split this puppy no, in half. P- people are done here. We, we're, I'm putting a ban on Batman versus Superman from here on out. There are other movies. You can't put a ban on it. I mean, Jesus Christ. You wanted to talk about Doctor Strange. We talked about it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it for two seconds. And then you said, let's make it an episode. We did. It's a hell I think of it's an a episode. Gr- it's a hell of an episode. You don't think this was a good episode? But I don't want to talk about Batman vs. Superman as long as I live. This was a great episode. All right, good. All right, well, I guess we should wrap it up then. Right. Could have had a two-parter, people. Pat said no. I like to give people a little more than what they want. Uh, talk to any lady I've ever dated. I don't look at it as getting an extra... 13 minutes i look at it as losing an yeah. additional 17 i'm a minutes. giver and you're a taker it's like the casino thing these people paid good money for this podcast yeah he doesn't see it as winning thirty thousand. <laughs> he sees it as losing a hundred thousand yeah exactly uh my plugs i don't really have any i don't think i'm i'm not on the road again until uh the new year uh but my short horror fiction column is still cranking out stories once a month some severe situations. Go check that out. Oh, and I need more Instagram followers. Uh, you know, with this Instagram bullshit. So if you guys want to follow do better me, better Instagrams. I'd appreciate it. At Joe DeRosa Comedy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm at uh, you know Twitter, Instagram at uh, at the Patrick Walsh, and uh, my buddy David Angelo, who's a very funny comic. Did a web series for Comedy Central called Nothing's Easy, available on the Comedy Central app. Uh, I'm in one of the new season. I think it's called Party. Um, And uh, they're funny little two-minute things. He's a funny dude. All right. (laughs) Was that the end of the plug? I, I don't have any other plug. Just check it kinda, out. No, it just kind of trickled out. All right. Tape uh, it uh, off at the end check there. it out. There's You've the been listening point. to We'll See You in Hell. It's a presentation of Fangoria Podcast Network, produced by Thomas DeFeo, executive produced by Ken Hanley at Fangoria Entertainment. If you want some press opportunities, advertising inquiries, or information about We'll See You in Hell, contact Ken. His email is ken at fangoria.com. Yeah, that's important, by the way. We're, uh, please talk to Ken. We have a, we have a lot of uh, subscribers and listeners these days, and Joe and I kind of don't know where to begin in terms of uh, getting advertisers and uh, we'd love to have one and I think you can get a great deal from us because we don't know what we're doing so <laughs> yes. uh, if you want people to find out about your product you know I always hear about Casper mattress and uh, audible and all this hit us up we're looking <laughs>
Yeah, and we want to thank you all for the downloads and the reviews and the listens. We and the we officially and the charted too yeah. on iTunes. Uh, we 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 got up to like the top twenty at one point, and then yeah, it's been great. 